Hey there, and welcome back to our Cyanary Information Nexus. I'm Joseph Hamilton, and I'm joined as always by my co-host Mario Ortiz. Thank you for tuning in to another episode where we explore the ever-expanding field of cybersecurity and the tech world in general. Today we're going to be looking at a growing question outside the cybersecurity world that really affects us all in the industry as well. What do I need to do to get a job in cybersecurity? Nobody likes jobs. Come on, man. <laughs> do jobs exist? No, no. It's it's all figment of your imagination. Because well, I'm just saying, every time I've applied to a job, or even as an internship, they always require 10 years of, you know, 10 years of a bachelor's degree, 10 years of experience, and I got to have like four kids who are also in the field, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And all, all your references need to be like, uh, you know, ex-presidents and, and uh, secret service agents and just everyone with top level security clearance. That's, that's, that's what you need that was the easy one though oh okay oh i i, I see mario's got all the connections and that's what it comes down to yes my government name yes mario well luckily i don't feel like i really work much here which i probably shouldn't say in front of our clients but i don't know um you just it, enjoy it you yeah just it, enjoy it's fun it. it's, it's a good job you know looking into people's secret lives seeing what they like to look at on the internet and possibly seeing whether they've been pwned recently you know it's just it's a fun life it keeps us employed <laughs> that's right that's right um well to kind of help us answer this question um and uh see where we're going we have actually invited our two uh new interns here at Sinair Cybersecurity to interview them about what they're going through trying to get their own jobs in the field and um and kind of what their expectations were and uh, where we've either tramped those expectations down completely or where they've actually found them met and uh, maybe even gone beyond them um so uh joining us here today is uh muhammad tanner and uh carissa klasinski hello hello hey 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 all right. Well, uh, how long have you guys? Uh, how long have you guys been here uh, as interns at Sinary? God, they are going what into our third month now. Has this it been? Is, yeah. Yeah, I think August will start our third month. Yeah. Three months. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. that yep. is a lifetime. Got it. Sure does feel like it. <laughs> it's been a lot. Um, so during that time, um, has there been anything that's uh, really just stood out to you as far as like? something you didn't expect or something you did expect i'm gonna go off of not like the cyber part of it but the atmosphere i never expected walking into a building like this that the atmosphere was so family tight-knit filling like we all like i walking in the day one i felt like i was part of it even though i hadn't even started yet i felt like i was welcomed and it's like i've been here for years and i think that was something i did not expect walking in here i think that's it's been the best Yay, non-toxic workplaces. <laughs> Speaking of, can I borrow some money? Uh, with what money? <laughs> oh, heard, heard, heard. I am an intern, remember? <laughs> oh, yes. At this point, we should mention they are unpaid. <laughs> well, oh, no. I'm working. I mean, <laughs> I, like, well. I mean, I'm sorry. They, they are paid for in experience. You're right. You're uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so how's it been for you, Tanner? Well, I feel like I agree a lot with Carissa in that... I was expecting something a lot more serious in terms of the environment. I was expecting to have to come in every day looking my best, uh, speaking my best, and being my best at all times. But it's really been a lot more open than that, I feel. All right. And I, I will say, man, you look sharp. You dress for the job you want, right? Not 
Yes, not sir. dress dress for the job you have. He's not wrong. There goes our He's managing partner. He employs us. He pays us. Yep. And he dresses as Batman in his free time. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Anyone who ever visits Cyanary Cybersecurity, uh, whenever you first walk in the uh, lobby doors, um, there are two uh, full life-size Batman um, outfits. I, I refuse to call them costumes um, just because of my uh, utmost respect for, for Richard Martin and uh in his mass crusading around waco texas it, it, it's a lifestyle i will say not only do we provide you know security for your network but we provide physical security <laughs> mm-hmm. and yes he does wear them on site <laughs> but um you know jumping back uh and, and i definitely share that with you guys you know especially when i was going through the internship program here one of the things that i kind of love specifically about our environment here at Cyanary is that uh I know it's kind of cheesy to say it doesn't really feel like a company, right? But more it feels like friends and family. When I come in, uh, I love working here because I can come in and know even if, you know, the the week is going to be a busy, you know, uh, work heavy kind of day. I'm going to enjoy myself because I'm in an environment that I appreciate with people who respect me. So I definitely I feel that especially. Um, so, so something that really interests me um, as far as uh, your experience here is um, was there something that you really, really thought you would either like be doing or be experiencing or be working with that you got here and you either found out that it doesn't work the way that you thought that it worked or that um, it's maybe not something you work with as closely as you originally intended or anything like that? Well, I thought that some of the tools I was going to be using on a daily basis would have been different. I thought coming in that I would have to know everything I can possibly know about Wireshark, about Burp Suite, things like that. And while knowing those kinds of tools are useful and we do sometimes use them, it's definitely not as much as other tools such as... uh, vulnerability scanners or perhaps uh, file analysis tools. I think a big thing, I think, you know, when you think of cybersecurity, you think of hacking, right? That's all you're doing. You're going in, you're hacking, whether you're red teaming, blue teaming, or you're actually legit illegally hacking, you know? <laughs> no, not the black hatting. Yeah, <laughs> no, no black hats around here. We, we go gray occasionally, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew that wasn't the case. I, I thought we would do more of that here. You know, working here, I realize we don't do that. We definitely do a lot of monitoring. And while we do do our own little small hacking where we're actually doing more research into, say, a vulnerability or an alert that we've had, we can count that as hacking, I guess. But it's not to the extent that my mind, when I think of cybersecurity, when I started this journey, that this is what it was going to be. So, yeah, honestly, yeah. that was one that got me um, whenever I first started as well. Um, because I know that my go-to was I really wanted to get into pen testing. And I'll be honest, I think that's kind of something for a lot of people that are getting into the cybersecurity world. It's not like the movies, people. Um, You know, we're not, you're not going to be hacking into everyone's mainframe and getting all the databases, you know, like that's that's not not We're not sitting behind a computer in like black hoodies with our hood up, you know, in a crunched up position, just typing away. That's, That's not what we do, but... No, right. and, and so that is uh, an interesting aspect, though, that I do appreciate about this field is how 
even though you can say cybersecurity, there's a lot of different categories within that field. You know, like Mohammed mentioned earlier, you know, vulnerability scanning, since we do monitor our clients' networks to make sure there's nothing wrong with that, as well as file analysis, since we do actively monitor their networks as well in case malicious files or malicious connections come in and out, right? We definitely want to make sure they're okay, authorized, and if not, kick them off the network. But I do like that aspect that specifically here if we wanted to look more forward to pen testing we do have that option to us as well as in the event that we want to kind of further our programming to code more we also have that option here so uh it may not specifically for me too it definitely wasn't what i thought uh but if you kind of see the silver lining as like as far as the movies james bond you know uh it's it's honestly really really cool that we have all these options available to us despite the fact that that's not what we do it's still really fun and interesting to get in here and like do what we do because we're not hacking but it's still really fun well and then so for me it's almost been like a opening up of uh of possibilities um, because like I said whenever I first started really wanting to be in that almost red team world right where, where we see ourselves as the attackers and the cool guys um, it really kind of honed in for me whenever I started doing more network analysis how much of a, a baseline that really gives us you know we start to learn more about the kind of protocols that are being used, even down to the kinds of applications we see and in, in, in what kind of tools are being used by adversaries, um, uh, what kind of traffic specifically is being used by these adversaries in order to either obfuscate their, um, their attack chain um, or to exfiltrate data, you know. So there's all these different aspects of things that I've been exposed to now because of network monitoring and network uh, um packet analysis, that kind of stuff, that has made it easier now to start looking at things like pen testing and uh, um, and, and getting more into that world of, of red team that, that we all really kind of want to be part of. You know, and speaking about uh, networks, uh, one, one thing I would like to ask you guys, I know you guys are studying here at a local college in Waco, so would you guys mind telling us what your degree plans are? So I believe we are both in the networking with cybersecurity program. Yes, that's correct. All right. And so uh, w one interesting uh, viewpoint is, do you use a lot of what you've learned in your school, in classes, in a real world application? I believe we use more of the networking content that we've learned and a lot of the more specific information we've gathered from the cybersecurity classes, we use that as well. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I feel like I learned nothing in my classes. <laughs> I'm learning everything here, but I am seeing the connection. Whereas like in classes where I may have not understood it, it makes sense here. Mm -hmm. So even though I seem like I'm not learning anything in my classes, I am because I'm applying it here and I'm understanding it more here. So yeah. Yep. All right, so it's not one of those situations where, okay, we need you to have a doctorate and 15 years of experience. Oh, now that you have all of those credentials with you, go ahead and forget everything you know. I'm going to teach you everything on the spot. Really, I don't think our, I mean, so much of it is based around theory, but I think truly learning, especially learning from a point where you haven't had a lot of exposure to many of the concepts, our industry doesn't do very well if you're not doing application. Um, you have to be 
on the keyboard. You have to be uh, using the tools. Uh, if you're not doing that, if you're not using it in an active environment, um, the theory is going to just ride over your head, especially because, uh, and we need to devote a little bit of time to this. It is my number one complaint about the entire industry, and I cannot stand it anymore. Acronyms. Oh my God, I hate oh, them. So many. I hate them. <laughs> Actually, don't don't we have one? Yes, yes. Our Sinary Information Nexus is our podcast of sin. So uh, you're telling me all the hate for acronyms, and y'all created one. I mean, if list. you can't beat them, join, join them. them. <laughs> yeah, okay, I can see that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just there's an acronym for basically everything, and like there's some like Mac that is used for multiple things. It, it just it gets so confusing after a while, where you just have all these different acronyms piled up one after the other, and to some degree, I actually had to force myself whenever I was first studying to stop using the acronyms and try to say them like the full words out, the full phrase. Because once I said the full phrase out, I understood what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. The second I started using acronyms, I got lost. Yeah, I'm still struggling with that because I still use the acronyms because when you're reading in a book, they only give you the full name once. Mm -hmm. And then it's acronym after that. And that's all it is. And so in your mind, when you're reading a lesson, you're reading the acronym. And I like that, how you take that and you instead of saying the acronym you're actually saying the entire thing so it makes it a lot easier to ingest the information it's going to make it easier for you to put two and two together for why you're being taught what you're being taught like i said i still think application is exceedingly important which is why this internship is honestly it's a great opportunity i also went through the internship program um mario didn't you don't tell them my secrets, Joseph. <laughs> I was born with a doctorate degree and 10 years of cybersecurity experience. Don't let them lie to you. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's been, it's been good to all of us. It's given us the chance to experience the industry firsthand and then make our decision from there. And uh, for Mario and, uh, and, and my sake, it's also gotten us careers. So, you know, it's, it's been, been great. It's definitely been a plus to know that I've gone to school with these guys as well because it's like oh I know you I feel comfortable with you I can if I need help I feel comfortable going to you for help because you've been there we've all been in the same place so So, uh, another question I wanted to pose to to the both of you um, is have there been any projects that you've been given so far that uh, really stand out to you or that you felt either challenged you in some way or uh, uh, made you learn something new? So I think that's one of the highlights so far uh, for this intern experience for me. It has been the amount of projects and really just the push for self-development that we've been offered here. So we deal a lot with the servers, right? I think setting up my own servers, the Apache and the Nginx, what really helped me because that's what we do. We, we, you know, we were on those servers. And I think setting it up, knowing what I'm doing, helped me do what I do every day a lot better, a lot easier. Uh, setting up the Apache servers. Right. I remember that one. I do have to admit, that was a lot easier than my first project that I had to do. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, <laughs> our, our our little intern quiz uh, that I that we made it. up. Uh, we set up a uh, reverse proxy server in front of a uh, uh, 
Word, WordPress. WordPress. It was WordPress. That's right. Yeah. We use WordPress with a MariaDB uh, sitting behind it, um, and uh, so yeah. And we we asked them to access it from a uh, separate uh, computer, and uh, be able to tell us exactly what the network topography was, uh, um, all the way down to what they were communicating with and how it how it worked, and um, and they even got access to the server at one point in time and had to try to give us at least the config files for uh for the web server um so it 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 definitely took them through a little bit of knowledge of both networking and linux and servers and, yes and troubleshooting so it was, it was a fun fun little quiz uh uh devised by our very diabolical leader uh donald laforce and for context there was no instructions it was numbered one through six and each number had a word and that was it you had to figure it out from there so number one was topology well what mm -hmm. topology you know yep. what ports that kind of thing that that's all it was and you had to go and figure it out so <laughs> you'll learn to love that in this industry i hated it i mean but that's what we're oftentimes given you know we're given open-ended prompts pretty much continually um we're only given a piece of the puzzle and it's up to us to figure out how that puzzle First of all, oftentimes we have to figure out how large the puzzle is to begin with. Is this going to be a small puzzle? Do I only need three pieces? Or do I have a hundred piece puzzle sitting in front of me that I got to go through? You know, um, and so we have to define that. And then we have to go and find all the pieces, put them together, and try to give our clients a an actual image that they can look at and know what it is that we're trying to tell them. You definitely so. have to use your, con your context clues. Because mm -hmm. if you don't use your context clues and just common thinking you won't get very far and that sort of thing can definitely lead to some really deep rabbit holes yeah you use google google is your friend <laughs> definitely <laughs> that's actually a really good segue what kind of tools have you been exposed to that you really really enjoyed um was there anything that really stood out to you as far as um you know applications or even like uh, uh web-based sites uh, that you like to use that kind of stuff I mean, my go-to is always Google. If I don't know what it is, I Google it. Um, I, I have my virtual box set up, so if there's anything that I'm, I'm, I'm suspicious about that I don't want to put on our web, I go to my Kali box and I put it in there, and that way I'm not infecting our servers and you know causing rampage and chaos in our, in our, on our servers. Yeah, you're at least keeping it containerized, yeah. just slightly. And mm -hmm. I've always used InMap on Kali, and then when I came here, it was ZenMap. And I love ZenMap so much more than I love the Kali-based InMap because it's colored. We love GUIs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, GUI, GUIs can make things uh, uh, much easier. Um, though I, I am trying to get back into getting into heavy command line and everything, um, especially with uh, we're doing a lot of setup with like Proxmox uh, um, uh, virtual environments. And uh, I'm trying to create a whole automated thing for that. That's been fun. I've been, man, I'll tell you, I've been putting off making my own VPN tunnel. Donald makes it look so easy, but I don't know. Certificates just tend to hate me. Well, Donald's mm -hmm. the master. You're right. The tech director. <laughs> I think the other one is that abuse. Was it IBIP? IPIB? Mm -hmm. I think that was, it's always my go-to. And I don't know what IP address, you know, we have mm -hmm. our internal IPs. Well, the external IPs, I don't know what they are. There's yep. a gazillion of them. I put that in and it tells me what it is. It gives me a domain name, URL, that kind of thing. And I can put that domain name into Google and I can, it'll tell me what it is if I don't know what it is. Well, I think that is some of the most 
intelligent website right there. <laughs> <laughs> and similarly to that, um, I really enjoy Virus Total for just uh, general things. And I use that one at home a lot now as well. Yeah, Virus Total is a is a really good one. Um, I believe you've both had some experience with like any run and uh, um, as far as like file uh, analysis goes, um, which I, that's one of my favorites that that I discovered. Yeah, you were the one that showed me that because I had an embedded file and I had no idea what to do with it. And you're like, put it in any run. I was like, what the heck is any run? <laughs> well, you just put in the URL and with the host name and it searches that and it tells you what's in it and you can even use your collie box if you're still unsure and you can actually go to that url and it'll tell you it's definitely so. a lot quicker to use like a, a web sandbox versus you know creating a virtual machine i know i have a really bad problem with that shout out to all my manjaro homies <laughs> <laughs> the only problem is we're, we're going to do a little hark back to the password episode um is uh just you always have to remember anytime you're doing something with a uh web-based a third-party system you're giving them that information mm -hmm. right so if we're running through a, a PDF and we think the PDF might have uh, some sensitive information uh, we do have to be careful about using those kind of third-party uh, applications because we could be giving away secrets that we're supposed to be holding right mm -hmm. so don't put the PDF through virus total <laughs> <laughs> so as you're moving forward um, you know, you've gotten a lot of exposure, obviously, to uh, network monitoring with a little bit of exposure to some of the other domains that are out there. Um, not so much like uh, authentication or, or uh, key infrastructure, stuff like that, but we can get into that later if you want to. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure Donald will would love to give a lecture on that at some point in time. Oh, Lord. Um, but you've had some exposure to other domains that are out there other than just what we do here. Um, I'm interested, is there anything that's really caught your attention? Um, and uh, is it still the same as what you had before? Or have you found yourself kind of going down a different pathway now? In, so far in my experience, um, one domain that really stood out to me that I came across here was uh, web development, mainly web applications. Um, I've definitely been putting a bit more time into learning about that sort of thing uh, after I've, yeah, came across it. Yeah, we love our developers. Um, domain beating like uh, other parts like pen testing and that kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah, about. pen okay. testing. Uh, so I know digital forensics. Digital was forensics, on here. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely my top tier. Now, we don't do much of that here, but that's, it's obviously like that's my ultimate goal that I probably will never reach, but... Um, oh, never say never. Well, I don't plan on leaving anytime soon, so... <laughs> oh, okay. So that. we're just going to have to make a deployment. Yeah, yeah. Right? You just have to make it for me, so... We're, we're, we're just going to have to get Richard to go find some more cases for us. I'm, I'm sure that you, wouldn't be difficult. How much do you think we could get for these Batman suits? Mm. Oh. I'm not a part of that. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> do not do not add me to that. No, but uh, yeah, digital forensics will always be like my top tier because I've always been interested in the law aspect, never wanting to be actually part of the law, policeman, that kind of thing. Never wanted to do it, but I loved computers and always wanted to be behind them. Um, in order to do that, though, I need a law degree or at least on that path of law degree, which I'm not going to experience. I'm 32, 30, 32 years old. I'm, I'm done. Like, this is it. <laughs> um, but I think uh, I think just what we're doing, this network monitoring and stuff, I, I have come to love it, and I just want to build upon that. So I think the next step, because we do monitor those vulnerabilities, would be pen testing. And while we 
we'll do that eventually here. That is something that I want to strive toward is that pen testing. So, okay. Well, I know we, uh, kind of jumped on it before you know talking about different projects uh that you guys have done i know you mentioned the apache server mm-hmm. uh, and there have been a couple different projects that uh that have been given to you so what has been the most challenging thing about this internship as of right now what are some obstacles you've had to overcome and what are some things that you honestly thought were way easier uh than you thought before coming here uh so i think one of the more uh i don't know more difficult things I've come across is remembering all the steps to do everything because there's a process to everything. And so when, when you find an alert that needs to be investigated more, what are the steps to take to find that? So because if say you miss one part of that and it ends up being something and you've missed it, then you've just, you know, you've missed it and it could be something bad. So there's a process to everything. And I think remembering that process, taking notes, so that's my worst thing is I don't take enough detailed notes. And so I'll go back and read my notes for like the monthly scans. I took very minimal notes, but when I went to go back to my monthly scans, I'm like, crap, what am I supposed to do? And I'm reading my notes and it's not giving me enough context clues to remember it. I think that was one thing. Um, I think the easiest part of it though is the thing we do every day, the dashboards, right? It's, it's become routine for me. I know what to do, I get in, I read it. Some of the alerts have become routine you know, you still check them, you check all the alerts, but there are just some that become routine. And with each client, you know, the alerts. And I think that just becomes muscle memory. I think that's been the easiest thing. So, uh, And I, I will say this much for that. You, it's going to get interesting for you here because uh, we took you guys on during the summer months and our clients tend to be a little bit quieter during the summer months. Yeah. Uh, once we get around to the winter months and, uh, and, and fall, especially here in a couple months, yeah. uh, that dashboard is about to blow up in ways you've never seen before. But I feel like we have an advantage because we're already in it and we already feel oh, confident. Yeah. No, and so it's just it's learning all those new steps and all those new alerts coming through. But we already know what to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to give us the advantage. So while you're trying to scare us with school starting, <laughs> I feel very confident that while maybe for the first couple of weeks I'll be like, oh, crap, what is this? Mm-hmm. It's like. I know what to do now. Yeah. I don't freak out. You know what to do. We've come prepared. Yeah. There you go. That's a good mindset. Absolutely. And Carissa touched up on one of the things I wanted to talk about. Definitely. Yeah, and this really is, uh, and it still hits me a lot. I mean, I've only been, I've only been even looking at cybersecurity as a career. Like I started this uh, a little over a year ago. It's whenever I started looking at, at switching my life around completely. I was a server before that for like 12 years. I did nothing but serve tables, right? Server again. Uh-huh. Um, and it strikes me consistently and often how much of uh, what we're exposed to is the tip of the iceberg. I mean, the domains are, they have a huge breadth and in in fathomable depth like i mean you can go as far and as wide as you want to with this career field and learn as much as you possibly can get your hands on and you still will not know everything there is so much opportunity for anybody who wants to be in the field because there's so many branches of cybersecurity, and it just goes on and on and on like there's no end to it and what i definitely appreciate about all those branches is they all have so much significance uh, I know, kind of relating to Joseph, you know, before here, I mean, I worked also in the fast food di- industry. And uh, 
I, and maybe he shares the same idea, you know, sometimes when uh, you're exhausted and uh, you still have to wait on 15, 20 tables, you know, and they're all yelling at you because the kitchen's taking too long, uh, sometimes you can feel really insignificant. Uh, but here, everything is so important, every single aspect. You want to take so much detail. You want to be so cautious because one mistake anywhere along that chain, and that can hose a network. You know, that can that can ruin a lot of things. I mean, if we remember the uh, the oil pipelines, mm-hmm. all it took was uh, the file on the desktop and mm-hmm. someone clicking that. Yep. Yeah, we, uh, we hold... A lot of power, actually. <laughs> <Scary>. <laughs> whenever, you, whenever you think about it, mm-hmm. um, you know, over over people's daily lives. I mean, think about it. If if someone managed to get a client's uh, database on social security numbers, I mean, how many different people's lives does that just affect? Because the social security number is not something you can just change. So now, you know, it's out there, and anyone else can grab it, and you know, and that's. I, I think that's something that's really big with the ransomware we've been seeing and, um, you know, with the malware and threat actors that we've seen uh, coming up in the last decade or so um, that have really become very persistent and uh, and honestly menacing. Um, we need more and more people in this field, honestly. it's It's a growing field for a reason. There's huge opportunity in it. But it's also necessary. I cannot think of another field where I felt like there's more of a purpose to to what I, I could do. Um, so a little grandiose there, but I mean, it, it's true. You know, what we do makes a difference. Well, not one job in this field is minuscule. Like every job is important. We each play our part. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely one of the things that... Uh, I definitely think this internship has absolutely propelled me into not only has it propelled me to be more defined in what I want to do in the future and how I want to advance in this career, but it definitely has given me the the practical idea of what we might be doing here. I know that's one of the things I appreciate it the most, you know, uh, especially since uh, more of my internship was during COVID. So it was a lot more difficult, but that's definitely when we saw a huge spike in just about everything, right? Like you said, in the last te- you know, decade, uh, we saw a lot of ransomware. Uh, and that's some of the things that I can feel proud of, you know, learning here, you know, especially once, once you guys uh, leave here, uh, if you do or, you know, going on with whatever career you guys decide, you know, you, you take that knowledge knowing how impactful it is. Uh, and not only that, you guys now know what not to do. No black adding. Well, uh, thank you all for joining us today. Um, That's our uh, episode on our internship, both the program and the people involved in it. Um, If you want to learn more about us, uh, you can always uh, find us at signary.com. And so uh, thank you again, and we will talk to you all next time. Remember, don't hate the player. Also hate the game. Hate everyone.